You're listening to Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football. The one and only podcast dedicated to providing analysis, advice, and entertainment for salary cap fantasy football players. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Kennedy and Sean McGuire. Well, gather round, everybody. It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm here with Sean McGuire. And I'm Sean McGuire. <laughs> oh, I like that. I was going to interrupt you. Ah, oh, you should have. That and sounded I, good. Then it's going to be stepping on your intro. Yeah. It's it's a big show for us, Sean. This is, it is. episode It's one. a three-digit show. It's a three-digit show. Mm-hmm. And we'll be doing three-digit shows for a long, long time. As long as we keep doing this podcast. Well, so it's the 100th episode, right? Yeah. But episode it's, 100. It's your 100th episode. See, oh, that's true. Things didn't really, I mean, early on. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. You weren't the original uh, co-host on the show. No. I mean, I don't know if I did. I might have done one. I might have done the first episode with a host you did like a little intro thing but then but then you know i was like uh, i think early on you were like oh let's just do this all the time and i was like yeah it doesn't sound like something i'm going to do but then i realized um i wasn't seeing anybody and i thought this is it tim won't talk to me i can see him through a, a glass uh pane and um and this freezing porch, and, and actually, I don't even know if it was freezing at the time. I mean, it was late March, early April in Minnesota. It was probably pretty I cold. I think I wore mittens. Yeah, it was pretty cold. And, uh, uh, yeah, and then it just kind of went on from there. That's so. right. And 100 episodes later, here we are. Here we are. And I have a promise. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it 100% for our 100th episode. That's all. I'm going to go 110. That's impossible. You're like that. I had, I had a coach like that. People say 110%, it's not possible. I'm like, oh, so my, my little child brain was like, he's right. That's not possible. My coaches have been lying to me. Now, you can have 110% of things. Like, you can have 110% profit, but mm-hmm. you can't give more than 100%. That's every, that just means, I'm just being honest, that I, I tend to give it, you know, 80, 80 to 90% I on think, any given oh, episode. Oh, I mean, you're being really generous to yourself. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah, this is uh, you know, um, it's not, it's not like the NFL guys haven't noticed. I think Tom Brady um, took note and uh, in honor of our hundredth episode, decided to stop playing football. Yeah, I mean that's a little known fact, but I that's that's the truth. I mean, right. just that's that's we, what happened. We speak the truth <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, and that, we have we the, have to mention that, right? We should mention that he, he's for sure the greatest of all time. I mean, I think so. I, it's hard to make an argument against it, and I feel privileged to have watched it. Um, I would say he's not my favorite quarterback. I for sure. Um, I don't necessarily think that he was. Um, every single time he, people are going to get mad at me, but. Every, Every single time Serena Williams stepped on a tennis court, everybody knew she was the best, right? Like, she might not win, but when she stepped on there, even when she wasn't ranked number one, everybody knew she was the best, right? That's not true with Tom Brady. Tom Brady would step on the field, and it'd be like, oh, well, who's better, Peyton Manning or Tom, Tom Brady? And over the course of many years, he's established himself as as the best. I just don't know. I think he's, you know, he, what's unique about him is the winning and football right. is the ultimate team sport. So, and everybody genuflects at Tom Brady. I just like to say there's, you know, 21 other guys in the football field guaranteeing your uh, plus special teams. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point. Actually. That, that, that's all I'm, I'm, I mean. I, I'm not really disparaging the guy. I think if I wanted a quarterback to quarterbacking uh, the Vikings in any of the seasons where we could have done something, Tom Brady would be. <laughs> 
put him in. But um, but I just think that you know, like it's a position where there's been a lot of great players. But and it is more. I think of uh, it's it, it's a more of a focal point, obviously, uh, than other positions. But I just still think, man, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts in a football field. That's a good point. Yeah, but the record. The record does. I don't know. I don't know. We'll gonna... never see somebody else with that many rings. No. And it's going to be weird because I started playing fantasy football in the early 90s. And he he came along pretty soon after I started. So I haven't really. Almost right before we. Right, right after we started our salary cap league team. Uh, or not team. League. League, yeah. Um, he was a pretty early acquisition in our league, maybe like a few years in when we were still figuring things out. And he's just been there the whole time. I know. It's going to be weird <laughs> to have a season without him. Yeah. Well, we are going on the opposite end of the spectrum here, not the long-tooth veteran, but we're going to be talking about rookies today or upcoming rookies. We're going to be talking about the Senior Bowl participants either in practice or in the actual game. And just some takeaways that we had after watching some uh, some practice film and and the game itself. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll pretty much all, all the players that are of note when we get into individual positions, I think we'll, we'll give a more thorough, you know, analysis. I just This is just more just about what we saw in the Senior Bowl. Right. And one of the things I saw was... Boye Mafe, okay. the uh, yeah. edge, edge rusher for uh, from Minnesota. Yeah, uh, he wasn't named the MVP, but I think he could have been. Um, yeah, I I actually agree. He, he had he, he looked really good. He looked great. He had two sacks, three tackles for loss, a forced fumble. Uh, I think he cemented himself as a second round pick in the NFL. If if not earlier, I think it'll. I predict he'll go in the Probably second. Probably in the second round. Yeah, yeah. but but. But still, like, really kind of was just a force, and I think that's really what you want. There's a couple other guys that on the defensive side that, that I thought looked pretty good, but I'm, I don't I don't spend a lot of time on defense. So right. I pay attention to Mafei simply because he's a... Uh, he was wearing the gopher on his helmet. He's wearing the gopher on his helmet, you know. That's uh, right. So row the boat, Skyuma, go gophers. There you go. <laughs> to take, take a line from Fleck. All right, so let's talk about the quarterback, Sean, that we're at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Malik Willis has gotten a lot of buzz, obviously. Uh, obviously, the quarterback from Liberty. Uh, he's a six foot tall, two hundred twenty pound quarterback. Um, he really put his running skills on display in the game. Yeah, and I, and I thought you know, so I went into the the game expecting that, but kind of expecting to just not be all that impressed with uh, his arm. I came away from it more impressed with his arm. I'm not seeing a tremendous amount of accuracy, um, but um, I will be. I'm much more interested in looking in like deeper in, into film. Um, it's uh, I'm I'm intrigued by him, especially in a salary cap league, because it's not like he has to be great for 15 years, right? And and you can be a kind of a mediocre quarterback, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts, and. Um, and still be a very productive fantasy football player. Right. And so uh, if he's passable as a passer, um, he can put up nice numbers for your squad for five, six years, and then if that's it, that's his career, then then fine. But it's not such a big deal in the salary cap league simply because it's hard to keep those guys forever anyway. So right. um, he, so does, I, he does like have him. the... He does have the arm talent. I think he's he's pretty raw if you watch him play. His arm is stronger than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he he had really nice zip on a couple throws. I was a little worried when he was kind of like what they would call off platform when he was kind of running and then looking and he just didn't have kind of like that extra special thing where where the really good uh, uh, scrambling quarterbacks can can keep their eyes downfield and find somebody and make that throw. I didn't see that out of him. But honestly, as a fantasy football player, if he doesn't feel comfortable throwing the ball downfield and just takes it and runs with it, and, and that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> it's, right. it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's the guy, I think, in this draft class that has the most upside for quarterbacks. So I think he'll probably end up being the first quarterback taken in rookie drafts, I would guess, in most anyway. He'll, yeah, unless you unless you can really retain a guy with your con- contract structure, I, I 
that's I'm going to go into this next draft with him being one of maybe two guys that I'm looking at. But what if he gets? I've heard some talk about him going to Minnesota, where he would sit for a year behind Kirk Cousins, probably. Um, was the Kellen Mond experiment already over? Well, I don't know. I've just heard some <laughs> chatter, and that would be, I think, fun chatter. So maybe the Kellen Mond experiment no, is over. But I mean, Mond, you, could, you can't have a much of a worse rookie year than that. So, um, I'd like to see it. It'd be fun. Yeah. But he had only 11 yards through the air at the Senior Bowl. But I'm not panicking. Man, if that happened, if that really happened, though, I, I'm just, I would be really nervous about Jefferson. I mean, you can still get volume if you're that special, and he is that special. It's just sometimes it's you just the it, the a running quarterback who is not a good thrower can just can just tank everybody's stats. So I would as a, as a Smith <laughs> as a Justin Jefferson fan, uh, I would not want him to come to Minnesota. I'd rather have the next guy probably. All right. Well, let's talk about Sam Howell out of North Carolina. He's also six feet tall, 221. So basically the exact same size as Malik Willis. He he doesn't, he gets the job done running, but he doesn't look like special or fast when he's doing it. So he's, he's not like Willis in that way. He also has some good arm strength. I thought I saw a sideline throw to uh, Jalen Tolbert where he was moving to his left. Uh, it was ended up being ruled incomplete, but it was a nice throw for a guy on the run to the, you know, the side of the field where it's tough to make a throw. Uh, he ended up completing two thirds of his passes. He went six for nine for 67 yards. Um, and he, he had five carries, 29 yards, and a touchdown uh, during the game here uh, running. So, uh, But like I said, he, he doesn't look great doing it. Yeah, you know, actually, and to be honest with you, so, I, you know, I, I think he's he's a guy that, I, you know, I saw a lot of because uh, a lot of the North Carolina games, we ended up scouting a bunch of guys from North Carolina last year. And so I ended up seeing some of that. And, you know, I liked him. I, I got to do a, a, a deeper dive. I, I didn't see anything in the game that made me uh, nervous about him. I will say when I said I'd rather have the next guy, I was thinking we we're going to be um, talking about Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Well, let's um, talk about him now. Yeah. I don't, and I don't have, again, we're just kind of doing a, a real service thing, but like, you know, he, he had a couple really nice passes. Uh, he looked confident. I don't think he threw a single in, in, incompletion. He didn't. Um, and, uh, and I mean, he's, if I was looking for, um, I think, uh, prototype passer type quarterback, I do, I do think, uh, Kenny Pickett is going to be somebody that is going to be get good draft capital. And I think, I mean, I don't know that any of these guys are going to be drafted with like, the very very high picks, you know. You oftentimes see guys You're going up overall in the, in the NFL. NFL. Yeah, I this this feels like a, a draft where, like, like, the, <laughs> um, there've been a couple drafts where it's like the first round quarterbacks are going like quarterback fifteen, quarterback sixteen, or fifteenth uh, uh, or sixteenth overall pick, and they usually actually don't end up being very good. To be honest with you, like they those years, um, it's kind of like oh, we're taking this guy because. We can, you know, but if you're getting the fifth best quarterback at the 15th pick, like last year, uh, you, you might think, well, I'm getting the fifth best quarterback and some other you're getting the best quarterback. But I also think if there's that much pressure on the position, it's, it's a sign of strength. And so I, I'm, I'm a little nervous about really heavily investing in, in a lot of these guys. But Kenny Pickett's one that I do have interest in for sure. The guy that surprised me from the senior bowl I, that looked better than I expected was Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. He's a big guy, six foot three. Well, he's tall. He's only yeah. two hundred seven pounds, but he kind of looked like that long and lean uh, quarterback. And he he was fast. Like he made some plays outside of the pocket where he looked like he had some really good speed. He looked fluid as a runner. Um, he also had the best day in terms of scoring for a quarterback in the game. He went four for six, 68 yards, two touchdowns. Um, and on the two touchdowns that he threw, he hit his receivers in stride. And so they just were able to continue running mm -hmm. and, and make it into the end zone. So I was impressed with him. Yeah. I, I, I shared that opinion. I thought he was, uh, um, 
I, I want to see more. That's what I'd say with him. He, he's somebody that I, I, um, I hadn't watched a, a ton. I haven't really gone into like my hardcore film watch, but I definitely came away thinking like, okay, now he's on my radar. Yeah, and I I think as we get into more film, he was pretty inconsistent in, at Cincinnati. Right. So uh, in terms of accuracy, so I think, I don't know that he's going to rocket up my board, but I thought he looked good at the bowl. Uh, he also had 355 yards rushing last year uh, for Cincinnati. So he's he's got that he's got that running ability, I think, which might make him a good. I mean, a better prospect than some. For if the fantasy if the here. running ability is you can run around and get a few yards, like it just it it's a little overrated, I think. You know, like that's the thing that we were concerned that Joe Burrow lost, but you know, you increase your passing volume enough, and it just doesn't matter. And Herbert has some of that, uh, but, you know, he's not really going to be, you know, rushing for – it's not like Josh Allen or or Lamar or one of these guys that could get 80, 90, 100 yards any game on the ground. And the only person that I saw that is going to be a threat to do that is, is Willis. So that's yeah. the reason why he's the only, like, cheat code quarterback yeah. that I saw – in this game. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That's not going to be Ritter's game, but he, he can run if he has the, uh, any thoughts on Carson strong. Well, before we move on the oh, one, okay. I just, I read something about Ritter that I wanted to share that okay. he during practices was already responding to coaching, I guess like his form and his base when he was, Oh, he was actually making changes. Yeah. So apparently, you know, I think if he, he wasn't being like, if you, you don't who you know anything about football, what are you from the jets? Right. The jets are terrible. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm sure he was coached by the Jets, or, well, or the, or the Lions. Lions. He, he could. He could. That could have been the same. Are you going after Johnny here? Sorry, <laughs> but anyway, he might. Uh, if he ends up with the right team with the right coaches, he could. Uh, he could be a decent quarterback. Possibly, it is. I mean, coachability is a huge thing at all levels for all sports. And as somebody who's coached kids, just if you if you if you're willing to listen and. Um, uh, it, it it matters a lot, and um, you know that that's uh, it's an, it's nice to hear that. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned Carson Strong. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about him. He threw a, a bad interception, like really bad, in the game. Yeah, he was uh, targeting. I can't remember the guy. It was a speedster that the small small receiver. Oh well, it doesn't matter too much. Mm-hmm. Calvin Austin, mm. uh, the third. He was targeting him and underthrew him badly it ended up ended up being a bad interception but i also saw a play where he stepped up in the pocket he threw it was hard to find him because he was so small well i I did see a play where he stepped up in the pocket and uh and hit a guy he was surrounded by defenders he threw it in a spot where his so he threw it into coverage he threw it into coverage coverage. it was actually quadruple coverage i think there were four guys around him but he put it in the spot where his his guy caught it yeah i mean and that won't i'm sure that'll happen again and again and again i was not impressed with carson no i wasn't either but so we can move on okay (laughs) that was the last quarterback let's talk about some running backs here uh brian robinson out of alabama is probably the biggest name that played in the game he's the only guy that is i think going to be a day one or two guy that played in this game. Okay. No, 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 no. There's a whole, if there's, if you've got a list of running backs, you're interested in this class and you've been thinking about these guys for a couple of years, they didn't play today (laughs) right? or last week, whatever it was, except, uh, Brian Robinson. He's, he's the guy that, um, I think we saw that you're going to for sure be able to see in the NFL. On, in the first two days of the draft. Everybody else, I think, would be a surprise. I, he didn't look good to me in this game, though. I mean, um, he had six rushes for 18 yards. Maybe it was just the... I mean, look, there was, to me, not a tr- tremendous amount of offensive consistency. And I think that yeah. sometimes happens when you when you have three days of practice with people that you've never met before. Sure. So... I'm certainly, I agree that he didn't do anything in this game that was like, oh, look at that. Other than Olay, a couple of pass blocks. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he looked legitimately bad when I was watching him pass block. So, what I, think, I mean, like, when I think about that and I think, okay, he played uh, on, on some pretty good football teams. He, there's no way he doesn't have a clue on how to pass block. So, what does it mean if you 
are really subpar at pass blocking in the senior bowl. Is it <laughs> is it because you you you're expected to learn a new system yes, quickly? I'm sure. Is it because and but like does that mean like you're kind of rigid in how you're thinking and, and have are not maybe a slow learner? Or does it mean it, you know, I'm just saying it's like yeah. those types of things can be but if it's particularly problematic for him i'm it, it, you do for me it kind of begs the question of why sure yeah i'm not putting a lot of stock in no, his I mean, senior bowl performance that's but. if you're interested in him or not interested in him you should be looking at a lot more than yes. than three days of practice and whatever and that's true for all these guys right true for abram smith yeah out, out he, of baylor he looked a little better what yeah. do you think what were your thoughts yeah, I thought he looked pretty good. Um, although I, I wasn't, I didn't walk away overly impressed. I didn't think he was the best uh, back on the field, even though statistically I think he was. Um, he had 11 carries for 48 yards and a couple of receptions for 19 more and a touchdown. Um, there was one run that I thought he looked pretty sweet on where he kind of got plugged up at the line and found a seam off. He kind of moved laterally and found a seam off the left side of the line. Mm-hmm. Um and that was a really nice looking run. He looked but. smooth in his touchdown. You know, he caught it without any kind of hesitation. He was wide. I mean, no one was within fifteen yards of him. Yeah. Right? But and that was, uh, I think, that was one of the passes from Ritter where yeah, he just it, hit it his was, guy it was, in He was perfectly in stride, and you know, um, he ended up finishing it off. Uh, I I thought he looked um, a little. I mean, you're going to see this, but inconsistent. I didn't. I definitely thought he looked. There were some plays where I was like, "Oh, he looks twenty-eight, looks terrible," and then he would make another play. And I thought he looked really, really good. So, um, he's a former linebacker. I find that interesting. Uh, those guys can um, sometimes have like a little different attitude. So, um, you know, I, he's somebody I thought that that somebody could get excited about, and he could do something in the NFL. But the truth of the matter is, is He's most likely a, a, probably a day three pick, probably early. But I, I don't think he's going to be taken anywhere near these guys that are that are that we're not talking about today. Sure, he's got good size though. He's five yeah. no, eleven. He's, he's ideal size. Two hundred eleven pounds. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd be interested in seeing how he tests and yeah. um, and and uh, and whatnot. I definitely um, thought his. Uh, I think he. I, I want to say he had another uh, reception chance that he dropped, but um, not entirely sure what it was. But but at the same time, um, you know, ability to catch is important, and, and at least that that uh, wheel route um, he looked comfortable doing. So, all right, the guy actually walked away kind of noticing was Rashad White out of Arizona State. He's another. Big back, six foot two, two hundred ten pounds. He had eleven carries for fi- fifty-two yards, and another. He added a catch for seven yards. He was the leading rusher for the national team. Um, the downside: he did get a couple of goal line carries and wasn't able to punch it in. Uh, but I are you counting that that bobbled snap on the two-point conversion? Yeah. No, that was a third opportunity that. He didn't. That, I mean, honestly. But that was a nice play by him. Yeah. To, to make I mean, like, that's happen. a plus play, not yeah. a minus play. Yeah. The, the ball was just fumbled right from the snap, and he picked it up off the ground on a two point conversion. So it's just and all still, sorts and still got traffic close. there. And he got close. He almost made it. So, yeah, I, I, I'll be taking a closer look at Rashad White after seeing him uh, play in this game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, TJ Pledger was another guy just. Didn't really have on my radar, uh, but I thought he had a pretty nice game. He's out of Utah, kind of a smaller guy. He's 5'9 and 196. Transferred from Oklahoma, though, so he had some, obviously had some uh, clout coming out of high school. He got invited to the Senior Bowl on Wednesday of the week, so they had already had two practices. Did, was, was it like, was that awkward? Did, like, you know, he got the invite, and then it's like, you know, there's a party and he's like the last guy who gets the evite and you get you, you click respond right away and you see that everybody else has responded and commenting for the last two weeks. You're like, why don't I just get invited yeah. now? I don't yeah, I don't know what the story is. <laughs> That's never happened to me. About, <laughs> a therapy session here. Uh yeah, I don't know why he got the late invite, but he he showed up 
like Thursday morning at 9 a.m. and then was on Ready the pra- to go. practice field at 11. So the fact that he got there late and then he was the leading running back for the American team. Uh, Willis was actually the leading rusher, but he had a, a pretty nice game. He had a 19-yard catch and a 23-yard run. So he he showed up. I noticed him. He sh- <laughs> I see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm not super uh, optimistic there. It, it, NFL is tough to make it sub 200 other than as a role player. Like you can, but the odds are long. Yes. No, I, you know, this is senior bowl coverage. So we're, we're talking about guys that probably aren't cream of the crop, at least at the, the running back position and uh, you know, wide receivers. Do you have any thoughts on Damian Pierce? Yeah. So I, everything I heard is that he had a great week of practice. So he was looking really good and impressed scouts. And he's another guy that, that I have heard rated at least in the top 10 yeah. running backs. Yep. I, I, we're a long ways away from me saying what I think, but he's another guy that, that is on people's radar. Right. He's a violent runner. Like he, when he gets the ball, he's looking to hurt somebody. That's what it looked like to me. He's 5'10 and 215 pounds. So he, he's got the body to do it. And I did see him truck a guy on a play in the game. Just, he ended up not getting away from the guy, but he put him on the ground when he hit him. The guy hung on Does he a tackle. Who does he remind you of? Does he remind you of, like when I think about guys who are violent runners or or in, at the college level, um, you know, I think of uh, oh, who's the rookie from last year that uh, ended up going to the Patriots? Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Stevenson. Yeah, he was like he was a a, a big strong guy. Um, I don't know if he exactly was running violently though, because he had nice feet. He's, he reminded me what I saw of him of uh, Marshawn Lynch, like oh. just kind of that. Oh, age. you're going. Well, I'm just, I'm not saying he's that good. Wow. I'm just saying, well, like, you heard it here right now. <laughs> Damian Pierce, the next Marshawn Lynch, he Tim just, Kennedy. He just seemed Put to in run, the reckoning. run. <laughs> right. I go, okay, I got to mark it. Uh, he seemed to run with that chip on his shoulder. Like, just, just get in my way. I I, I, look, I love that. I yeah. love that in a player because, you know, even if you don't have the most talent, like, you can still be productive if you are the most aggressive. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yep. and, uh, you know, I think, you, you, you still have to have enough talent to be able to actually stick around and do something in the NFL for someone to go on to draft you. Otherwise you end up in like the, um, DJ Dallas territory where it's like, you know, he's aggressive and in all that other stuff, but he doesn't have the skill set to, to be a primary, uh, runner in the NFL. So I'll look more. We'll see. Yeah. He's a little older. He's 23 years old already, but he didn't get a lot of uh, work at Florida. Uh, so he might be a, if there's such a thing a young twenty three right and that's and again that's a thing where I care less about that in a salary cap league sure. because ultimately none of these guys are going to play on the the team that drafts them through their entire career likely um, or they will actually no no the, with the, with the running backs it's actually the opposite of the quarterbacks that no matter how short their career is they're going to still they're still <laughs> stick around. Because it's like, uh, you know, like, sorry, no matter how long their career is, because it's still short. That You can delete all of that. <laughs> oh, no, it's too good. <laughs> all right. And then we just have one more running back, Tyler Beatty out of Missouri. Uh, another smaller back, 5'8 and 194. He ended up not playing in the game because he got kind of banged up in practice. But Because he's 5'8 maybe, and 194. Maybe. But uh, I also heard that he had a really nice week of practice, that he's one of the guys that improved his stock uh, at the Senior Bowl. I if, was, you're, if you're that light, you better be that short. Well, and like that actually probably helps him a little bit. Sure. And I just was hearing he's got really... The the word I kept reading about him is that he's a patient runner like, and has good vision. So so he'll be on the dock. We're going we're gonna to be scouting this guy because yeah. Tim likes him. Okay. Well, I'll take, I'll take a look at him for yeah, sure. We for sure should. Okay. On to receivers... Yeah. Um, so here, I want to preview this a little bit. Okay. Okay. So in recent years, I went back and looked at people that the consensus uh, was that they had a great week of uh, Senior Bowl. Or I or you really liked them. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not sure that last year there was a consensus. But uh, 2017, Cooper Cup kind of wowed people. Uh, he's made a career for himself. 2018, DJ Chark. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. But still, an NFL contributor, right? Yeah. He uh, had he had a decent like half year. 2019, Terry McLaurin, uh, uh, Debo Samuel. You may have heard of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, 2020, <laughs> Denzel Mims. Okay. Uh, uh, Van Jefferson, <laughs> well, though. I so liked far. Van Jefferson, uh, mm-hmm. and I thought he had a great week uh, in Senior Bowl. So I, I like Van, too. I, but I mean, like, specifically performing in this game. And then last year, uh, the players that interest, I don't think there was necessarily a consensus as of who was great, but the players who actually, there's some players that really impressed me. Uh, and, and actually, the number one I would say is Kadarius Tony, who I thought looked great in Senior Bowl practice. Um, and pe- the jury's out on him, right? Um, he was the jury was in for one week, uh, but otherwise out. But uh, so this year, uh, there is nobody who looks like any of those players. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't see a single wide receiver that I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy, he's showing me something." I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if you saw anybody you really liked, but I saw players that I thought he's got. This guy has some. Uh, some features that were he, I could see him doing something, but like there wasn't a wow moment by any of them. The the one on ones between the, the D backs and the wide receivers were largely dominated by the D backs. Yeah, I guess. I mean, in terms of a guy who might end up wowing me, I wonder about Khalil Shakir out of Boise State. Um, he's a little bit further down our dock, but. Uh, the little bit of film that I did see of him at practice, um, he didn't record a catch in the game, but I saw him in practice, and I thought he had a little bit of a spark. He's another guy I, I'm going to take a closer look at. So he's somebody, I, I I agree. The little I saw on him was I thought he he um, was sudden in and out of his breaks, which to me um, meant that I thought he would be able to get open on um, like kind of timing routes. Um, he's probably a slot guy. Um, I yeah. don't know how he's going to win on the outside. But he's probably never going to be asked to do that. Um, yeah, he's he's six foot and one hundred ninety three pounds. So you I can would, win on the outside if if you're really good. But but probably uh, a slot guy, like you probably said. a slot yeah. guy. But that doesn't mean Cooper Cup's a slot guy. You can be a great football mm-hmm. player playing out of slot. So. Uh, he's a guy that I, I'm a little interested in. Again, the top level guys, the guys that I'm most interested in, um, weren't at this game. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with, with you on that. What do you think of uh, Christian Watson? Well, he's yeah, well, he's, kind of a local guy a little bit. We, we, we'll take North Dakota. <laughs> we'll take Fargo. Yeah, it's uh, on the yeah. border. It's right there. I thought he looked pretty good. He didn't make a big splash in the game. He only had one catch. And they I tried to get him the ball. They did. And it was I, like comical. To, they're like calling the plays down from the from the from the booth from the from the TV booth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, so, but on the catch that he did make, he he basically dispatched the D back. Just kind of ended up the D back ended up on the ground, and he made a really nice catch on a kind of a bad throw. It was a thirty eight yard catch. Um, yeah, it could have been a, it could have been more. I it was it a could, decent throw. It, it was, it's uh, he, yeah, he I could agree. have kept running. Yeah. Um, and then the other target that I saw in the game, uh, drew a pass interference penalty, which I think was a bad call personally, but, um, but it, it ended up being a positive for his team. So. Sure. Um, so I liked a couple of things I liked about him is I liked, um, dominating at the catch point. I feel like he catches, uh, he, he can do con- win contested catches. And a lot of it is, um, uh, catching the ball outside of his frame. Um, I think you also had that note as well. That's another yeah. thing that you thought. Yep. Um, I, what I thought about him was he's never going to make somebody look silly. Like Kadarius Tony will make people look silly. Mm-hmm. It might be a lot of, noise for not a lot of production you know um but he can make people look silly he will never make anybody look silly i don't think i don't think christian watson will ever make anybody look silly but i think he might be one of these guys that just kind of always gets a step Mm -hmm. you know he always gets just enough and his hands are are good enough and strong enough that he will he will uh, he'll 
kill you with a million paper cuts kind of a guy. Right. Yeah. And at six foot, uh, 211 pounds, he was six, four, right? Sorry. I, yes. Six, four, yeah. 211 pounds. And he was one of the fastest guys at the senior bowl. Yeah. I know. I, he's the guy that I, I, he's a guy to pay attention to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, he got to play on his home field in, in That's Mobile. Not fair. He went to <laughs> South Alabama, uh, Six foot one, one ninety five. I think you liked him more than I did. Yeah, I mean, I again, I, we haven't, I haven't started a lot of watching tape yet, but uh, he's a guy that I will take a look at because I, I liked what I saw. I felt like he, he's in an F, FCS program, but I felt like he fit right in with the the bigger the bigger program guys on the day of the game. So. Um, yeah, I thought he looked good. There, I, there was some like good body control, good hands. I felt like he was getting open. Um, so I, so that's, I liked him. So in the practices, I, 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 I spent a bit more time looking at the practice film. Probably, um, my word for describe his hands were clanky, mm. which is not um, necessarily because I mean you know he had had some catches in the game. Um, on some comeback routes, he didn't get the DB to turn his hips at all, so he was, um, he just wasn't getting open. He he did seem light on his feet. Like the only person I can think of that, when I think of somebody who's just light on their feet, it's Jerry Judy. Um, that's he's not Jerry Judy, <laughs> but I mean, but a little bit of that kind of like he doesn't seem like he's touching the ground as much as everybody else, and cool. so therefore he can he can move. Quickly, I just don't think he has kind of like those elite traits that Judy has. Um, Devontae Smith is a little bit like that. He's also laid on his feet because he's light. Devontae Smith is, <laughs> right? So, um, but so I don't know. I came away not not excited about um, Tolbert. I thought I thought he was kind of a meh athlete. Like there's a couple plays where it's just like little little bits of athleticism where he's making a cut and he has to. Um, he he makes the cut and then he has to kind of retain his balance. It's and he he's just kind of wobbling a little bit while he's trying to catch up to his feet to, to the rest of his body. Now these are all things that I could never do at any point in my life. So when I say a met athlete, it's compared to NFL guys, sure. right? Yeah. But but that's kind of what I thought. Where sometimes if the body movements are a little more difficult for you, then when you have to use your hands to catch a ball. Um, it's a lot harder. It's a, one of the things with Rashad Bateman that I liked last year was he, he was so fluid that he could he, he he everything was he didn't slow down a little bit. He didn't have to put forth any effort to catch a football. Um, and I felt like Tol- Tolbert was fighting everything all the time. Cool. Well, well, we'll see when we take a look at the film. Sounds like you've done some some film work on him, so I'll try to catch up. Well, I, this is only senior bowl tape. Sure. I didn't look at anything else. This is the introduction to the season for right. me. Uh, Calvin Austin the third from Memphis is the next guy. Really small, five foot seven, 173 pounds. I I just didn't notice him in the game. I he's maybe two one, catches for forty five yards. Yeah, um, that's not bad. It's not bad, especially yeah in this game. In nobody this game. really was stacking up stats, but. Um, I can't really comment a lot on him. I didn't. I didn't notice him. I, I. He's not a guy that I looked at tape from practice. So I don't know if you saw something, Sean. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. He's small. I think he's just too small. And uh, I, I, I didn't see any particular burst. Like I was looking for for a guy that small. I want him just to be elite at something, and I didn't see that. I came away with this assessment. If you want the. the if uh, if you want a ceiling of Rondale Moore's floor, then maybe you're interested in Calvin Austin. Okay. Well, maybe we've talked about him too long already. <laughs> All right, move on. Okay. Uh, we just have some honorable mentions uh, left in the wide yeah. receiver category. I liked. Okay, so a couple guys that I, I liked is I liked Ontario uh, Drummond. I'm hoping. I hope I'm saying his name right. For, out of Old Miss, uh, big guy, six oh two seventeen. Seemed very strong, very powerful on, on his. I don't think he, if he played in the game, I don't think he statted at all. Yeah, I don't he may not have played in the game. Um, wasn't particularly explosive, but he had kind of that thing that some guys have when you're bigger, 
which is it's you're physically difficult to handle and so your average little you know out move it's like oh that didn't look impressive but the d-back is struggling because the d-back is worried about being dominated in other facets of the game and so i mean metcalf gets that he doesn't he doesn't run great routes but they're so afraid of his speed that he could do a really crappy uh out route and be wide open um because of other factors i felt this is now don't 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 quote me as saying he's the next dk metcalf because i feel like that's coming but um but i like the fact that he was strong and powerful i like the fact that he when he caught the ball a couple of the practices now they're not trying to tackle each other but somebody put his hands on him and there was there was no it it was as if there there was no way that guy if he if they're tackling there's no way he was going to get tackled he mm-hmm. was way too strong for him so he he'll get a little edge and um you know that's that's kind of stuff that Debo Samuel does where he's just is is stronger than you and is more aggressive in it so i like that aspect of him i feel like that's a, that's a winning trait in the nfl how about alec pierce from cincinnati that's the other guy that I watched in practice. Yeah, again, didn't, I don't think he did anything in the game. Um, uh, he 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 looked like he might be um, an effective like big slot. He's six three two oh eight. Um, because he he would repeatedly get open across the middle. Again, these on these the one on ones. It's like not a real situation because there's nobody else on the field, right? Um. But he also uh, won down downfield. Uh, high pointed at least one ball where um, he he looked like he was uh, um, had NFL skills downfield, and so I was interested in Alec Pierce. Yeah, he's a guy that I was hearing some good things about pra- the week of practice. Right. Yeah, but didn't didn't show up. Not for me, but but you, now you're hearing it for me. So that's yes. So multiple that's sources. right. Multiple sources. Most of the rest of the guys, honestly, um, there's some guys, really fast guys like Danny Gray, who I thought looked really fast, but didn't look like he was ever going to be anything. Um, there's a bunch of other guys that I, I just was not that impressed with. Um, I don't know if you liked anybody in particular. Well, just in a game where nobody was really racking up stats, uh, Vellis, again, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, Vellis Jones from Tennessee, uh, he was the leading receiver for the American team. He had four catches for 53 yards. So in this particular set of circumstances, he he put up some numbers where nobody else was. So He did. I, I, I didn't see it on the practice field again. We're going to have to look at a lot more film to yeah, come to a conclusion on him. For sure. Yeah, this is just step number one in the rookie process. So. Uh, and then I don't know. I'm, I'm going to mention Bo his Melton. name, but but not for long. Yeah, Bo, Bo Melton from Rutgers. I, th- I thought he looked speedy. Had a couple of nice catches in the third quarter. That's kind of the bottom I, line. So I liked him. I thought I thought he had he had a variety of re- releases, so it wasn't always the same thing. And sometimes I thought he was effective in uh, setting guys up. So if I was to actually point to somebody who I thought looked like he had an advanced advanced understanding of how to run routes. He's the guy that I would I would say he would he um, wouldn't like if he was running across the middle like the guy is gonna the the D back was thinking he's either running deep or he's running an out and then the third option is actually what he actually did and that was that's based on how he set him up and I and that was the closest thing to what I saw out of Van which made me fall in love with Van Jefferson I'm I'm smiling at you over here because when we were watching the game I mentioned. Bo Melton and that I was kind of noticing what he was doing and you were just like, I'm not impressed. So, so looking at film, that's why film is valuable. It's probably because it's also the records on his helmet, the big R. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's like, I think that's, that's true. And there's, but there's, there's truth both ways. Like if you can perform in a game, great. And if there are times when that's not, doesn't tell the full story and there's times when it does tell the full story and you know maybe there is something to be said about um what he uh 
the practice stuff, at least I, I was much more impressed with him than, than Bayless Jones, yeah. for example, not close in my mind. Yeah. Well, I'll look forward to watching tape on him as well. All right. We have a couple of tight ends to talk about. Uh, Trey McBride out of Colorado state, six foot four, 260 pounds. He scored a touchdown in the game, which again, that was a rare occurrence. Uh, he made a nice contested catch just kind of in the middle of the field that kind of impressed me. Um, and yeah, so he's, I think he's one of the more highly touted oh, yeah. tight ends that was at least at there, the... there are plenty of people who have him as the best tight end, um, in the class, honestly. And uh, I didn't think he did anything to hurt that stock. No, I, I, I was impressed. Uh, it's going to sound like I'm damning him with faint praise, but he reminded me of, it, of, of another, uh, of Trey we saw last year. I thought in some ways in Trey McKitty, um, Actually, you know who he really reminded me more of, and it wasn't Trey McKitty, but I'm just going to blank on his name right now. Uh oh. Uh, Kenny. Kenny Yaboa. Yaboa. Yep. But like a more athletic, like more well rounded player than that. But some of the, I thought the downfield, like the natural downfield skills, I thought that was like kind of all that Kenny Yaboa had to offer. Um, I feel like. McBride had that and then had everything had the rest of the package as well. So I liked I liked him. He's still I probably I'll be surprised if I come out with uh any um with him as my number one tight end. I mean, right now I'm probably thinking of Weidermeyer, but um we'll uh we'll see when we get into it. Sure. I definitely thought like he did everything he needed to do to to be in that conversation. Yeah. Um, another guy that I was hearing good things about from practice is Greg Dulcich out of UCLA, um, that he really improved his stock over the senior bowl week. So just, an, I, I don't, I think he had one catch maybe in the game. Um, so didn't really show up in that sense, but the, the practice, Jake Ferguson had a good game too. Yes, he was actually uh, ended up, I think, the leading receiver for the national team. Three catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Do you have any uh, other thoughts about him? Well, he's out of Wisconsin, I know. so I want it's nothing, I want nothing, nothing to, to do with him. Like Jonathan Taylor, we want nothing to do with him, too, right? No, I did. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, I did see Ferguson. Uh, during the game, and I, you know, he was making catches. You could tell he was involved, but outside of that, I don't have a lot to add. Did you? Did you have? No, no, I had nothing special on on him. Well, I mean, I, I just didn't um, see anything that was particular. Yeah. But at the same time, this is especially for tight ends, where I feel like tight ends are something we have to end up watching an awful lot of film to get a, a sense of a guy. So, and probably. I don't know if there's a tight end. Probably uh, McBride will get drafted, but I don't know if that there's a tight end in this class that anybody's going to be real excited about for salary cap. Weidermeyer. You like Weidermeyer? Love him. Okay. Well, we'll now again, I also like Kellen Mond last year, and he was throwing the ball to Weidermeyer. So I'm going to probably see if maybe I'm just feeling that because uh because I liked that combat combo last year but um yeah we'll see I mean at least at least looking at film last year I, I remember thinking boy I'd be excited when this guy comes out and and you are and I am but but there's a lot of film to watch this year to see if that's um you know I haven't I don't watch every single college football game in fact what yeah, you know, if it's not if it's not maroon and gold, you know, I'm probably watching highlights until it comes time to actually look at these guys and scout them. Sean, I'm I'm spent. I given a hundred percent really takes it out of a guy. Um, I still got some left in the tank. I was kind of, I was, I was <laughs> you slow rolling it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I got we got a I got a movie to go to. That's right. We're on our way to a movie. We are. Jackass. Ja is it Jackass Two? Jack, no, it's Jack Jackass Forever. It's like the, you forever. you have gone. Is to, that like Infinity? You've gone to more Jackass movies with me. I blocked them than out. Two. I, block, I know. I block. They're them traumatic every they time. They are a little bit traumatic. I, yeah. I I like the funny parts. I don't like the painful parts. Which <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma. that part was pretty. That's a funny part. Oh well. I know there was pain involved as well, but I find 
that's the that's that's the the joy like there's no like intellectual I, I, one bjorn's coming and you know he was just like you know he was turning up his nose like oh yeah that's the movie we're going to see you know pinky in the air well there you go all right well man i feel good we got we got episode 100 in the books we got a hundred more episodes to look forward to in the future mm. and next week's the next one i don't i can't remember if we have our topic decided for next week but it doesn't matter we'll find something scroll down to the bottom of the app that you're listening to us on well you probably scroll down on apple podcasts and you can rate us and leave a review there and spotify the rating is at the top so take a second to do that right now leave us a rating and we appreciate that we look forward to doing this again next week so so when you say that yeah right and yeah. Do, you, do you think when people don't do you think they think to themselves like does there think there's any guilt like ah oh, tim asked me to do this and no I'm busy. I'm driving right now. I can't do this while I'm driving. No, I don't. I just think if, if I pound, if I just repeat this often enough, people just get sick of me saying it and finally do it. What about if you promise that if everybody leaves a rating and review, we will stop asking for it? That's a promise. If everybody, everybody, everybody. <laughs> Maybe I got some steel hats. Maybe we got to figure. We can figure out a way to give a steel hat or two away to people that review us. How about that? I think if the, we'll. I think if if someone sends us a, I don't know how to do it. Let's someone do it right now. If we get a new review on Apple Podcasts, uh, I think it probably I would look for a positive review. But uh, we'll we'll figure out a way to get you worst a hat. podcast ever. <laughs> or we'll randomly pick a couple people to get you a hat. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was depending on because we would likely to get five thousand people to say oh, yes, sure. or like can't keep up with the hat production for certain. Knitting them one by one. All right, All right. I'm gonna say goodbye now, Sean. Till next week. I'm just gonna keep talking. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the Steel Pod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at Steel Pod.